Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. It's car news now, ladies and gentlemen. It's the end of an era. The first car of thousands of Irish people is to be no more. The days of the Ford Fiesta are coming to an end. And to look back at an iconic car, we're joined by Geraldine Herbert, motoring editor at the Sunday Independent. Good morning, Geraldine. Oh, you're there now, aren't you? Yeah, hi. I, am. <laughs> I was putting up the wrong fader. Um, come here, the Ford Fiesta is as old as I am, I just found out by reading this thing before I was talking to you if today. you're still here, it'll be gone by next summer. There you are. So what's the story with it? I mean, why are car manufacturers putting, you know, cars that seem immensely popular out of production? I'm sure if it was, you know, a, one of the weird things they tried, like the street car, if anyone remembers that, which was a, a drop-top Ford car. I'm not surprised that didn't last long, but the Ford Fiesta's been here since the 70s. Yeah, and it's still really popular, but the problem is, there's, I suppose there's two things. Number one, more and more buyers are moving towards SUVs and crossovers. And also, car makers are spending so much money on this transition, like this rapid transition to electric vehicles, that they're looking at their range and thinking, right, how much profitability can we get per unit? And you can get much more money and much more profit out of an SUV than a Ford Fiesta. So ah. if you stick a Ford Fiesta on still... You know, give it a crossover name yeah. and sell it, you know, for a couple of thousand more, which makes it much more profitable. And that's really what it comes down to. Plus, there's a whole load of new safety regulations. So it's really, it's just becoming less and less viable to make an affordable, small petrol car. And that's the big problem. What made the Ford Fiesta so iconic and popular? I think just because it drove so well. It's always one of those cars, like there's great cars in that range. Like if you're looking for a small petrol car, look, there's the Volkswagen Polo, there's the Fabia, there's the Clio. But the Fiesta was always the one that if you were a driver and you really wanted a car that drove nicely, that was the one to go for. And I think over all of these decades, that has been the thing. Apart from the fact it was fuel efficient, it was, you know, there was loads of things about it. But I think really what set it apart from its from its competitors was just it was so good to drive. Yeah, a friend of mine is a motoring journalist and he doesn't own a car, but he drives obviously cars for a living every single car you can possibly think of and he still says to this day his favourite car ever was a kind of a, I think it was a mid 10s if we call that decade that the 2015 Ford, Ford Fiesta ST he yeah. says it's the best car he's ever driven. Like oh, it's still the ST is a fabulous car. I think it's the third generation at the moment, and it's still a really good car. But even your basic one liter Ford Fiesta would put a smile on your face. Mm. And it's, that was the thing about it. And, and you know, I think it's really sad to see these small little you know cars going. But look, it, you know, this is we're moving towards a new era with cars, and it's, it's the cars that we grew up with will be no more in a few years' time. Yeah, and is that the only car the Ford is discontinuing next year, or there more? No, there was a few other sneaky statements made, but nobody really noticed this. The S-Max and the Galaxy are gone. And again, MPVs, nobody wants them anymore. They're all, families are moving towards SUVs. So they're gone. The Focus has already been dropped. Obviously, the Mondeo was dropped as well. So hatchbacks, saloons, MPVs, they're all giving way now to crossovers of all sorts of shapes and, and sizes. And are those crossovers going to have seven seats? Because the MPVs you mentioned there, the Galaxy and the S-Max, popular because they offer the seven-seat versions of them. But a lot of the crossovers only come with five seats. And for bigger families, mine included, that's a big issue. Yeah, and if you're going for an SUV in seven seats, they're really expensive. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the thing. I mean, MPVs were always cheap and cheerful, but they're just not producing those cars anymore. And, like, I suppose families are getting smaller as well, and maybe people are thinking, you know, maybe I won't bring the friends to the, the football match after school anymore. But, you know, it is, it is becoming more and more difficult for families to get seven-seaters, reasonable seven-seaters at the moment. Is there but a child-friendly way to shrink my family? Because that would be really <laughs> helpful if you had that information, Charlene. <laughs> not today, but I'll work on that one. 
along with me. Yeah. But like, it's a chicken and egg situation. Consumers keep buying these SUVs. Car makers keep making them because they're more profitable. And, like, somebody has to just call a halt and go, do you know what? We, we, we need a few other different models to choose from, a different version yeah, of the different yeah. sizes, you know, for families today. So, look... That's the way it is. That's the way moment. it is, yeah. Well, look, Ford released a, a video saying goodbye. Uh, this video did make Pamela Joyce of Today FM cry when she heard this yesterday. <laughs> so have a listen. Once upon a time, there was a car. It wasn't a big car. Not a fancy car. But a car for the people. And the people loved it. Sometimes it went fast. Sometimes it went slow. It always, always went. Until one day, it didn't anymore. Not because it couldn't. Not because it wouldn't. But because its job was done. So now we say thank you, little car, for all that you've done. Here's to the journey and what's still to come. God, I can understand why she got emotional yeah. listening to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Geraldine, will it be replaced by, I mean, you're talking about obviously crossovers taking the place of that, but will there be something still, you know, smallish, but lifted up a little bit with the bigger wheels and the mud guards and all that kind of stuff to come in and take its place? Yeah, I'd imagine so. Like, they're not replacing it directly with anything. Same as the Ford Focus. There isn't going to be, like, an electric version of the Ford Focus. So what you will see are the, as I said, like, the, the Fiesta put on stilts and given a crossover name. And we see that, you know, if you look at the, like, Sorento Captor, it's very much the Clio, except, you know, a crossover mm. version. So we see that happening all the time. So there will, that's what we will be looking at. But the, it'll be the end of the small little hatchback. Like, it will not be replaced by something that looks anything like the well, Fiesta. So what will our kids be? drive then? When we need to yes. buy them something cheap and cheerful and so what? they can run around. What well, next, the Micra? Is that going to go? Well, they probably all will go, because, see, this is the problem, because, as I said, it's becoming less and less viable to actually produce a small, affordable petrol car. Now, if you try and make them an electric, they're obviously going to be much more expensive. So car makers are moving more and more towards the higher profit end and, the you know, the cars that, 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 that bring in the most money, which is yeah. the SUVs. But it's interesting, because in 1909, Ford, when they were starting, famously promised to de- democratise the car or the automobile and make a car for everybody. So it's quite interesting now that this was the car for everybody, and now they're going, Do you know what, we're not going to make that anymore. We're making a more Somebody, expensive Yeah, one. someone will come in, Tata or MG or someone will come in and go, oh, everybody wants a small little car? We've got one. And then we'll all go and buy them probably. That's probably what will happen. Well, that's the thing. Chinese car makers are making small, affordable EVs. So it'll be interesting to see what they will do. But it'll be another decade, I'd say, I'd say before they make really big inroads in Europe. But they are waiting in the wings. They are producing them. And, you know, they're meeting all the safety standards and everything else. So they're the biggest threat at the moment to European car makers. So it's an interesting time. Certainly is. Geraldine Herbert, motoring editor at the Sunday Independent. And thanks very much for bringing us down memory lane for the Ford Fiesta. And sorry, just before you go, do you remember Ford Escorts being given away in the back of uh, Cornflakes cereal boxes? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, we didn't either. Well, Dermot did, and then we all thought he was crazy. And then everyone texted us pictures, and they gave away 25 of them. Really? Yeah. No, my mother had two. I wonder if that was she got them. I <laughs> yeah. so. They were difficult to fit into the box. <laughs> really hard. <laughs> Geraldine, thanks so much. No problem. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. That's Geraldine Herbert, their motoring editor at Sunday Independent, celebrating the Ford Fiesta. Any Ford Fiesta memories, you can let us know. 87 4100 That's it. <laughs> Ford 100 uh, FIV124. That what? was my friend's mother's Ford Fiesta, Reg, back in the 80s. Oh my God, you're weird. <laughs> Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today FM.